Pervert's Paradise Podcast, or as we like to call it, the PP Podcast. Because you can never have enough PP. Uh, I'm Raven, and I'm here with my lovely co-host. And, uh, yeah. He's like a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and today we have a couple of really good mangas to start out with. I guess they'd be doujinshis. But Dojinshis are mainly just uh, self-published works. So I don't know if these are self-published or not. So we're just going to call them manga and bypass everything I just went through. So the two mangas we have today are Secret Journey by Zapago and Poju. And then we have Yukinya by Terry Terrio. And today we're going to start with Secret Journey. Now, Secret Journey is my pick for this week. I picked it because of its more fantastical elements. I'm kind of weird like that. I like a good story with my porn. And in case you can't tell, this is based off of um, the classic story, The Journey West. So Secret Journey opens up on episode zero, where we see the Monkey King Goku... In just basically heaven. A heaven that she has created all herself. She's got femboys in chains pouring her liquor while she's eating mass amounts of food. And her monkey people are just fucking. Eventually she gets up and like Sparta kicks one of her monkey gals off of this dude. And is like, yeah, this cock's mine. Which I found kind of humorous. Eventually, they are interrupted by someone who's, I don't think, ever identified. It's either, yeah. Yeah, they just, (laughs) they just kind of show up and they're like, well, time to punish you. Because they've been disturbing heaven, apparently. Don't know how or why. It never explains. Just kind of skips past that part. Of course, Goku has the signature growing staff from the actual legend. But is easily overpowered and trapped in a fucking rock. With a talisman over her pussy. Then we get to chapter one. Chapter one starts with our hero, Sanzo. Sanzo? Sanzo. A priest in training that is crossing the desert looking for the Blessed Sutras in order to save the Emperor. So truly, he will remain chaste and avoid all all sexual uh, temptations that come his way. He will try. <laughs> he, he definitely tr- tries. Uh, first thing he does is pisses on the rock that uh, Goku is uh, trapped in, which you don't actually see that it's just heavily implied. By Goku saying, why are you pissing at my feet? Uh, He freaks out. He tries to run away. And she sweet talks him into pulling off the talisman off her pussy. Which also... uh, Gives her uh, bikini wax. So she is now silky smooth. As well as super powerful. You seem kind of upset about that. Yeah, she's very upset about that. You can't you can't figure out why later on. Like they it, it does come up again very briefly. So Goku's very happy that femboy priest just 
saved her, so she's going to reward him by fucking the shit out of him, no matter what he says. I find it interesting that um, he's definitely a fanboy. He has a very smooth ass. But he has a huge cock. Like, that's something you usually don't see on a femboy. So she helps herself and dives in to the cockening. And ties him up to give him his reward, which is, of course, her pussy. Which is much more her reward than his. There's a scene where it's a double page spread and it's just different positions. And it counts how many times he's shooting. Uh, it gets up to six times. It's also the scene before that where she holds, like, holds the tip of his pants and doesn't let him come. Oh, true. I kind of glossed over that. Like, no. She did not want it to happen yet. No, you never want him to bust early. But in hentai, they kind of do. Oh, like, always. Yeah. Uh, so then, on uh, after they're done having sex... Goku's like, look, I've decided I'm going with you on your trip. And he's kind of visibly upset by this. But she's like, hey, really like your penis. So I'll do you a favor and join up. And she's incredibly strong. Incredibly strong. She is the fabled Monkey King. He really doesn't have an option in this book. <laughs> No, like, what's he gonna do? This is your new companion. <laughs> Next chapter starts, and it recaps what we just went through. It shows... Here it is, page 47. It I really like this page from an art standpoint, because it, it shows Goku as just this absolute badass. Like, they get attacked by bandits, and she just stands there, smoke clearing around her, bodies at her feet, blood splattered all over her body. Now, I don't know about you, but I really like a girl who can kick my ass. Yeah. Episode 2 starts. I have no idea where they are. It looks like the desert, but there's a tree. But he wakes up to Goku just going to town on his dick. And eventually she's like, well, for now, just come once. And she just keeps going at him with, with, with her mouth. He comes, and it's not just once. Spoiler alert. So many times. It's it's so many times. For being on a journey that is very important to save the Emperor's life, they spend all day just fucking. Flashes forward to noon and she's giving him a uh, a reach around. Then he's going at her doggy style and she's commanding uh, his performance. Then it cuts to night and he's still going at her. And she's mad that he keeps coming. Even though the first time I read that, <laughs> missed a whole day. Yeah. For travel. Yeah, supposed to be on this epic journey, and oh, we spent the entire day fucking. Didn't get nothing accomplished. Didn't get nowhere. Nope. After all a day of fucking, he's like, I can't go again so quickly. And she's like, What are you saying? You're a guy, aren't you? That's one of the great things about hentai is guys can just keep coming over and over again. Whereas in real life, most men are just one and done. So then finally she passes out, and he remembers this bag that an old man gave to him. And it's he opens the bag, and it is a ring with a piece of paper. He reads the paper, and then knows exactly what to do. 
This is actually my favorite part of the manga, and pretty much the whole reason that I suggested it. So next morning, he's woken up by her going to town on his dick, and he's he's like, you know, you, you can't do this every single morning. She ignores him and just go, and just keeps going, and then he suggests that he return the favor. So she sits on his face, and he slips the ring around her clit, which then shrinks onto her clit. And the great thing about this is when he says a code word, it just starts vibrating. So it just shows it, like, spinning around on her clit. And he informs her that um, she can't take it off. Only he can take it off. And when he says the code word, it'll just vibrate, but... It won't let her come. So no matter how horny she gets from it, no matter how good it feels, she can't climax with it. The only thing that can make her climax with um, the ring on is Sanzo's dick. Which, if you think about it, is a little counterproductive. Because the whole reason he put this clit ring on her is that she won't fuck him all the time. But in order to make her come, he she needs his dick. So if anything, I think this would in, encourage her to keep having sex with him. But I digress. I really like the idea of the spinning clit ring. I just like the idea that the priest knew exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why else would he get this to him? It's like, you're going to have trouble with women. Here you go. Anyway, he, um, he says he'll only give her his dick if... He bec- if she becomes his pupil and follows the path of Buddha. Meanwhile, her clit is just like engorging to the size of a small cock. And she is just horny as hell. And she's like, fine, I'll do whatever the hell you want me to do, just give me your dick. And he's like, well, I mean, it's not because I'm thinking perverted things or anything. It's just... This will help bring her to enlightenment. Totally. So he fucks her again. We get some x-rays of her just of him just pounding into her. And they both have a mutual orgasm that just looks absolutely beautiful and enticing. Then on page 79, I really like this because in the middle... Top panel, it's them recovering from sex. Middle panel is them back on the road and you see Goku from behind and the way they've drawn her ass is just beautiful. Also, you can see the horse's nuts. I did not notice that the first time. Honestly, I didn't notice it till just now. (laughs) That horse has no front legs or front half. I don't like that. You have a good point because you can kind of see... Huh. I don't like that. It's like a horse unicycle. His trusty steed, horse ass. <laughs> Alright, so now we're on to the next chapter. In this, there's a lot of exposition. There's an old man that looks like a fucking withered skeleton. And this village is like, So to protect the village from an angry mountain god, we have to sacrifice two boys every year. They don't know what happens to them. They just leave them in the the base of this hollowed out tree. 
and then wait. And then they leave, and the boys just wait. Eventually, the demon comes. And if you can't tell, it's a hot lady. So she takes them to her, I don't know, mountain cave? Kind of looks like the entrance to the Mines of Moria from Lord of the Rings. The inside's so comfy. Oh yeah, there's so many fucking pillows. And they're on a fluffy rug. They're still like clinging to each other in fear. And this is the most like unintimidating place they could be. And she's like, hey, you ever seen tits before? They're like, our moms and she's like well how about these and she has really big boobs but inverted nipples not saying anything bad about inverted nipples of course just a character development a characteristic of this uh, mountain god if you will and basically she teases them and she's like, you can get really close and, and look at my pussy. And they're freaking out because they're getting horny now. And they start masturbating in front of her while looking at her. And she just has them wrapped around her, her finger at this point. And she allows them to come, but only if they come at her pussy. So she can play with it. And then she... Allows them to suck on her, her breast while she, while they jerk off again. She hasn't let them fuck her yet, though. She seems to be enjoying just teasing them. And then after they come all over her, she's like, alright, clean up time. Now they have to clean up all their mess. So they lick it off of her. And then she starts, you know, actually licking their dicks and sucking on them. And of course, they come for like the 14th time already, because this is hentai. And then, there's a twist. She has both of them get in the 69 position, and says, whoever makes the other one come can fuck her. So both boys look at her, and then the older brother's like, well, alright then, just starts sucking his younger brother's dick. So they start going at it, and she's having a blast... Just manipulating these two people. Uh, younger brother ends up losing. Comes in his older brother's mouth. And then the older brother gets to fuck this character that has not been named yet. Like, you, eventually you learn her name. It's like Hyako, I think. Yeah. But uh, they go this like entire chapter without naming her at all. I think they go the next chapter without naming her at all either. So she lets... Older brother fucker, but then younger brother feels left out, so she's like, fine, you jump in here too. What's the competition about? <laughs> that, right? It was a lie. I swallowed my brother's cum for nothing. Alright, so they go at her. Uh, they both cream pie her. And she just looks happy as can be. And she's like, until your replacement comes next year, I'm gonna have... I'm going to take good care of you guys. And one year later, guess who shows up? Sanzo and Goku. So the next chapter starts, and Sanzo and Goku are told about the fateful night that a sacrifice has to be made to the mountain god. Old man looks so much older in this panel. 
on page one. Yeah, he's basically already dead. (laughs) But still talking somehow. I feel like he's linked to the other girl they're sacrificing him to. (laughs) Like he's just not allowed to die. (laughs) Keep bringing sacrifices. I was the first sacrifice. She sucked me dry. I'm 24. Oh, no. <laughs> so, Femboy Priest agrees to be the sacrifice so that he can cleanse the village of this demon. Who they... Or a being they they call a demon, not a mountain god. So he's sitting there in the sacrifice ring. Uh, she shows up, and then Goku springs into action, and we have a really cool fight scene that's over too quick because they're really good at drawing fight scenes. And then they finally name her. It's like, who dares to steal the mighty Hakai's tribute? So I did get it a little bit wrong. I could not remember what her name was either. Yeah, it's... That's a weird name. They only say it like twice in the entire manga, and it's 244 pages. So Goku beats the ever-loving shit out of Hakai, and she's like, I'll have to use my secret technique, which is surrendering. So then she takes him back to her place, and basically, it's a, it, it, it's sort of like the beginning chapter, where Goku's being served just tons of meat and drink and whatnot, and she's just having a good old time. And Hakai convinces Sanzo to partake in a sausage... But then it turns out, oh, everything was drugged. So now they wake up chained to the wall. This is where they talk about the hairs on her pussy again. Apparently, three of them were magical for emergencies. But they all got tore out while uh, he was removing the talisman. He should have kept that talisman. Someone should have kept the talisman. I think you'd want to keep that just in case. So Goku's being held by dragon-restraining chains that she can't break through. Hakai pulls down Sanzo's... I guess it's underwear? It looks like a thong. And gets dick-smacked in the face. Which I always enjoy. And then she goes to town. She starts licking his cock, licking his balls. And Goku's just like, But that's mine. And then... She goes and spreads them cheeks. And this is where I thought that, oh, Sanzu's getting pegged. Like, someone's going to magically grow a dick and start pegging this guy. That's what I also thought. I, 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 I think someone... I, 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 as soon as I saw him, I'm like, someone's got to peg the fuck out of him. But he doesn't get pegged. She just starts licking his butthole while giving him... A reach around. Long tentacle tongue. Yeah, she's got like this really cool corkscrew tongue that's like two feet long. And then she starts riding him and he Sanzo decides that this is the perfect time to, for a desperation move. So he activates Goku's clit ring to which she freaks out and is like, why? Why are you doing this? She goes nuts, she gets cock-hungry, eventually just screaming, that's my dick, and ripping the dragon-restraining chains from the wall. And when she does, Sanzo comes in Hakai, and they're free. 
Uh, next page, the village is cheering him on. They set out on their quest again. But Hakai shows up and wants to go with them. So he decides that... I guess I'm getting another pupil. Because he's not really given a choice. She just shows up with a fucking like refrigerator strapped to her back. And it's like, coming with you. Didn't expect Goku to be okay with that. Right? Yeah, she was like, uh, I'm, I, they, you added me as a false god, so I can't go back to the mountain. I guess I'm just going to follow you and your amazing cock. Or a priest, he's getting a lot of people that worship him instead of the other way around. Kind of seems like it, doesn't it? <laughs> well, not just not him, just his dick. The body it's attached to. Hey, do you know there's a person attached to this dick? Nope. Alright, chapter five. Bunch of people swimming in a river. And suddenly, one of them is pulled under, and the mysterious person that pulled him under creates a huge air pocket. And now, he can breathe underwater. And there's a very cute, black-haired, petite girl straddling him. And he can't really get much of a word out before she kisses him and starts groping him. And he puts up very little resistance. It's more just like, huh? What? But that's okay. And she's like, yeah, you just uh, need to start coming. And disturbed that that man never pulled back his foreskin. Right. <laughs> that's not very good. He's like, can I peel it back? And he's like, peel it back. She's like, you haven't peeled it back before? I was like, I have not. It's like, that is unsanitary. <laughs> not very good. Oh, no. Do you want an infection? Because that's how you get an infection. But this is magical hentai, Panda. It's true. So in magical hentai land, you don't have to peel back the foreskin and clean it out every once in a while. And I, 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 I just, I love this page, 154, which is like, watch me pull back the skin on your penis. His penis is like, as big as her hand. She peels it back, and now it's like, three times the size of her hand. It's like, apparently if you peel back the foreskin, the penis just gets bigger. Anyway, she starts sucking on him. He tries to come really fast, and she just gets a death grip on the base of his of his penis. And he's like, no, you can't come yet. Because you have to come in here. Pulls aside her panties and shows her pussy. Needing no more prompting, he decides to <laughs> try and fail to fuck her. He just can't seem to get it in. She's like, fine, okay, ho ho hold on, I'll help. And then you can see that she's just, like, not really into it. She's more, like, just kind of focusing on him. You look so concerned. Right? Like, are you okay? It's like, I brought you down here to fuck, but, like, you okay there? Uh, he comes inside her. They keep going. He comes again. And... Uh, she gets what she needs and just collapses the uh, air bubble. And he wakes up on the shore completely naked. And his friends are like, what the hell? Where'd you go? And it ends with the, with the speech bubbles. It was a kappa. The ass-raping kappa has claimed another victim. So the kappa goes down. meets a lady in a... Uh, da -da -da -da, underwater temple, I guess you could say? There's air. And she's like, okay, you were able to get the human seed, right? And she's like, yeah. She's like, good. 
And then she sprouts just a mass of tentacles. Strips her down and just starts harvesting all the cum out of her. They even have legs. They're just tentacles. Yep. And then more so, tentacles. And tentacles with tentacles. What, what do you think of her mouth and tongue? And then... Uh, who needs teeth when you have tentacles? Like her whole head splits in <laughs> half and like it's just this tongue made out of other tongues. And she just digs into her pussy. The middle panel on page 174 is a little creepy. Like it goes from normal, a little creepy, to like, oh, okay. I'm, you got me back. I got it just like, so anyways. <laughs> so our heroes are burning in the sun. They want a river to go to. So they go to the nearest river. Hakai immediately strips off and jumps in the water. Goku's like, hey, guess we should uh, join her. But Sanzo is a priest, and therefore isn't having any perverted thoughts, and wants to bathe alone. And he makes the claim that being teacher and student is akin to being parent and child. So I guess he's fucked his daughters, like, several times. So he's bathing by himself, and the girls, Hakai and Goku, are like, nope. And they start fighting over his dick. But then, they realize... Why should we fight? There's more than enough dick for everyone. So they start both blowing him. Hakai actually bites the side of his penis while Goku's licking it. I really like that touch. I, depending on how hard you're biting. Um, Hakai keeps referring to Goku as sis. And they start fingering Sanzo while sucking him off. Eventually they just start fucking him like normal. Goku still has the ring on. But since how she's on his dick, she can actually come. And then Sanzo fucks Hakai. And then both girls are passed out. Just with cum just leaking out of them profusely. And Sanzo's like, finally, I can go back and actually wash myself in the river. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong! <laughs> because our river ca- our ass-raping Kappa kidnaps his femboy ass. And she takes him down gets the air bubble around her and then just starts going in he's like what why what what's going on why are you doing things and she's just like not really answering just still being like you have a big dick and she is pretty small frame but she decides to take his massive dick anyway then they find out when she comes the spell of the uh air bubble breaks she comes, he's trapped under the water, and he surfaces and screams for help when Goku and Hakai wake up. They dive in after him. They capture the Kappa and start reaming her out. She informs them that uh, the Sea Witch has stolen her magic mirror and that and is forcing her to have sex with people and bring her there come because she can't leave. So that's why she's doing all of this. So, naturally, Sanzo volunteers his strong, independent women to go down and fight the Sea Witch. Uh, immediately, Goku and Hakai are captured. And the tentacles start turning into, like, dicks on the tips. And she's like, 
Well, now that I've got you, I guess I'll just have my way with you. I like that she has teeth now. Actually, I just noticed that. I actually didn't notice that. <laughs> Very sharp teeth. Very sharp teeth. Oh, that's yeah. a lot of teeth. I like the Belgian tentacles. Right. Um, some of her tentacles sprout. I don't know how to describe this. Barbs. Yeah, like fleshy barbs. Yeah. And attach to the nipples and start sucking on them. And then one attaches to the clit, of course. And Goku gets DP'd. And she's just so into it that she drops the ma- the container containing the twin magic mirrors. And the Kappa runs up, grabs it, and just fucking bails. She's <laughs> like, ah, I finally got it back. But I kind of left those two fuckers to, uh, at the mercy of the Sea Witch. So she goes back to Sanzo, tells, tells him what's happened, and says, okay, I need to activate the power of my twin magic mirrors. Which are a pair of glasses. And you'll never guess how you activate them. You have to come on them. <laughs> so she needs Sanzo to come on her face. So that she can rescue Goku and Hakai. So after a, lo- uh, after a lot of... Like... Like she's going at it and she's... She's like, come on, you, got, you gotta hurry. They're in trouble. Come on, just, just do it. And it's like, dude, that's a lot of fucking pressure, alright? Calm down. I expected it to happen where just, like, wouldn't ever hit the right spot. Uh, it's like, never activates. She's just covered except for the spot that needs it. She's like, let's do it again. So she gets super powered. Um, I think this is where they name drop her. But her name is Gojo, the River Kappa. And it cuts back to Hakai, and Hakai is being absolutely stuffed with this tentacle witch's eggs. To quote, it's just that your body is so slutty, I thought it would be a waste not to lay eggs in you. I'm okay with it. So then she turns her egg-laying, uh tentacled on Goku starts plowing in but then Gojo shows up and starts slicing and dicing some tentacles she shows up like Ed- Edward fucking Scissorhands and she just absolutely destroys the sea witch and then Hakai proceeds to once they're free like what's the word I should use to explain this she lays all of the eggs yeah. Yeah, she kind of just, like, spits them all out of her pussy. Yeah, so she lay, she lays a bunch of eggs, and then they're about to move on when Gojo's like, Hey, I want to go with you. So, that is how Sanzo gets his three companions that go with him to India to retrieve the Sacred Sutra. And that is the end of Secret Journey. Like, oh, he just accepts it. Yeah, he's, right. <laughs> he's like, well, this happened twice already, so what's one more? So, what'd you think of, of th- this uh, manga? A lot longer than I thought it was going to be, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, I kind of picked a long one to start with. Uh, 
I didn't specifically pick it because of the page count. I just, uh, I remember when I was really young, I read this uh, manga, and I'm like, that was really good. I wonder if I can find it again. I found it almost immediately after just searching what it was about. And I'm like, fuck yeah, we're doing this for the podcast. The pages 233 to 244 are just all, like, sketches of the character designs. Yeah, I do I do like that. That's neat. Yeah. And you get to see them in different outfits that you uh, didn't get to see in the actual comic. Yeah. That's neat. Special attention to Goku's butt again. So much detail to his butt. Like that he has, like, the most plain-looking face, but more attention to dick and butt than anything else in him. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's a pretty nice fanboy. Yeah, I rather enjoyed it. And I guess that now this makes us experts on the classic story, The Journey West. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. This is how it happened. I'll never look at Sun Wukong the same way again. <laughs> Alright, so what would you rate this? We'll try and decide what to rate this. Wow, still trying to figure out the rating as we're recording the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never change, Panda. I really enjoyed it, so I want to give it like a good score. But I'm kind of stingy with my whenever I rate something. I'm the same way. That's what I'm trying to figure out, too. Like, if I'm ever like, this was 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10, it better be fucking amazing. Yeah. And like, even though like the, like, to be quite honest, her ratings are not to be taken too seriously, but still, I have my pride on the line. So I think I'll give it three point five tentacle eggs out of five tentacle eggs. I'll give it three tentacles out of five. Three tentacles out of five tentacles. All right, and that is Secret Journey. So the next one is Yukinya, which I think for now on I'm just gonna call her Yukina, because it's a little easier on my like on my stutter to uh, say Yukina rather than Yukinya. But there's a reason it's called Yukinya. You'll get it later. So Panda, tell us why you picked this one. Uh, there's a well-used meme picture in this one. One of the face expressions is reused a lot. The the Ahegao face. Yeah, because like the most used one means. Also, the the main girl character reminds me of Hideyoshi. I was gonna bring that up. That she looks almost exactly like Hideyoshi from Bakugan. That's how I originally found this when I first read it. It's like. Like, it's a Hideyoshi mo- like, like hentai. I'm like, oh, no, it's not. Too far to stop reading it now. Yep, you, you already found it. Might as well keep <laughs> going. So this one starts out with our uh, lead female shutting down her boyfriend, being like, no, we're not having sex. And he's like, but but why? We We've had sex before. Why not we have sex now? She's playing a video game. She's like, look, I don't want to have sex. And this is this is something I can relate to. When 
like I'm playing a game and all of a sudden I get horny and I'm like, but body, shut up, I'm playing a game. So it's like, this is my internal struggle personified. So PlayStation. Yeah, she's playing PS... I think it's a PS3. It, I think it looks like a PS3, yeah. Yeah, that's a PS3. So... He's like, why don't you want to fuck me? Is there someone else? She's like, yep. And he's like, now I've got to duel this person. And she's like, no, I was lying. Here, try to beat this boss for me. And he's like, no. Sex. So, he wants to know, you know, why she doesn't want to have sex all of a sudden. And she kisses him and goes back to playing her game. And he notices her ears are blood red. She is flushed, but she's hiding. And so he blows on her ear and touches her back, and she is extremely sensitive. So it's like, okay, so she's into it. She's not being truthful with herself. And I just realized the game she play is playing looks exactly like Toho. I don't even see the screen. On page six at the very bottom left, it looks like a screenshot from the game. Do you see it? Oh, huh. Yeah. I, I've played my fair share of Toho, and this looks exactly like it. Yeah, all the orbs. Around. All those fucking bullets to dodge. Anyway, digressions aside. He gropes her, she loses the game, and he starts trying to seduce her, and she gets a nosebleed. And then freaks out, because that's the telltale anime sign that you're a horny. And he does what any self-respecting boyfriend would do, and that's lick her nosebleed away. So we get blood play in this one. So he licks it off, and she just succumbs to the sensation and drops limp on the floor, exposing her panties. So he's like, all right, well, I'll just help myself then. And the whole time, she is vehemently like, no, you know, this is, this is like a soft rape manga, I would say. Like, it's not like hard, hard R rape where it's like, you know, I want you crying and begging and, you know, all that jazz. And, like, it's, like, emotionally hurtful. This is more like it's supposed to be a little lighthearted and played off for, like, I don't want to say laughs, but played off like, a lot lighter. Kind of Hmm? Kind of like role-playing it. Yeah. So he's definitely forcing himself on her. And he's like, hmm, her body is extremely wet. And she's reacting very nicely. He's like, do you have a rape fantasy? She denies it. And he just keeps going. He starts licking her pussy. She says to stop that. And he's like, oh, I know what you mean. You want my dick. So, of course, that's an invitation for him to start fucking her. He's got her in, like, almost a mating press. And they're doing it and doing it. And she gets closer and closer to orgasm. And finally, she gets, like, o like almost mind-broken about it. And she starts coming. And when she does, she just squirts all over the place. There's, there's a funny uh, panel on page 22... Where it's like, he comes in her, she starts coming everywhere and squirting everywhere. And it shows his face, like, being blindsided by, like, all this wave of liquid. And then she collapses on the floor, unmoving. 
Anyway, he talks to her about it, and turns out she started squirting recently, and does, you know was embarrassed about it. The whole time they're com- they're conversing about this, she's actually cleaning up the cum from the floor, which is something you don't see a lot in hentai. Usually, cum just like evaporates into the ether when you're done. So Kryden is at four. It's on forever. <laughs> right. So next chapter, our male character Arashi is his name has a new apartment he no longer lives with his parents and his family he's moved into a tiny ass one room apartment and he's living off of like barely anything but he seems happy about it uh Yukina's sister is like you know maybe he's hiding something maybe there's another woman also that she hates him. So Yukina decides she's going to try to get some information. So she tries to go to the bathroom. And Rashi's like, well, maybe not go to the bathroom or anything. Like, uh, yeah, you, you just, you, you should stay out of the bathroom. She gets suspicious and immediately charges into the bathroom amidst his vehement protests. Not to look in the bathroom. And when she enters, she enters a bathroom that is not a bathroom, but basically a bathhouse. The whole other house. Yeah, it is bigger <laughs> than the house he is living in. It is absolutely massive. And now we know why he's barely getting by. Yep, and he is like, welcome to our new love nest. And he just strips his clothes off right then and there. She's like, what's going on? It's got like a statue that's like spitting water into a pool. Mm. Like, it's very elaborate. Um, He's like, I thought this could accommodate your squirting. So now you can just squirt everywhere. And it doesn't matter because this is the bathroom. Like, it cleans up really well. So she's like, that's the reason. That's the reason he moved out. That's the reason he's barely getting by. So then he kisses her. She gets a nosebleed again. He does his patented cleanup of the nosebleed. And then we hard cut to her wearing a series of strings. That's the best way I can describe it. Like the manga shows like the floor plan too. Yeah, just the- just so you can get a <laughs> an idea of how big oh, this fucking bathroom is. But here's a floor plan. It's bigger than the house. It is literally half the size. Half of everything is allotted to the bathroom. So she's wearing her series of strings, which... Apparently cost him 20,000 yen, which is around $200 American. I would not have paid that for that. But going on. Uh, he sits her down on this, I don't know, bathing stool with a hole in the middle. And he's like, come on, I'll put lotion on you. He only lotions up her tits and pussy. And the little slot is so he can reach her pussy. But not just that. So he could slide his head underneath and start licking her. He is all into this. And she even comes on his face and then, like, face plants onto a uh, a blanket. And he's like, well, I'll just help myself. Don't mind if I do. So he's fingering her and she's telling him to stop because she just came. And he's like, oh, sorry, I know what you mean. You want dick. So he starts fucking her and she's just like... No, this is not what I meant. But she eventually just loses herself in it. 
And it it looks like she's having just feeling so fucking amazing. Like the way her eyes are drawn, she just she really looks like she is just enjoying the best orgasms of her life. Anyway, she he comes inside her again and we hard cut to his face being swollen. Apparent, uh, assumedly, she hit the fuck out of him. And she's back to playing games while he's, you know, she's angrily playing games. And he's slightly apologetic, but not really apologetic. And he's like, hey, but don't you know, sex is good for your skin. It's good for your complexion. It's good for your figure. You'll end up with a dream body. If you keep having sex. She's like, ooh. And then the very next chapter starts with her saying, no, I don't want to have sex. So it's winter time now, and they're under a kotatsu, which is basically a table with a blanket built in that is that looks just absolutely fucking comfy as hell. Sometimes they also have heaters inside of them. They do? Yeah. Oh, like fuck. Little, have, a, have like a heater. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm down for that. I get really cold in the winter, so I can, I can... I can be down with this. So, this gets into why she's called Yuki Nya. He puts cat ears on her. And immediately, she's the most fucking adorable thing I've ever seen. Should have had those on the first part of the story. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with that. So she's like, no, I don't want to have sex. I just want to lie under this kotatsu. He's like, oh, come on, don't be like that. And just picks her up and takes her to the bathroom. Where he then dresses her up in lingerie. But to complete the cat look, he has a anal bead butt plug with a cattail on it. Not gonna lie, really want one of those. I've never seen one with anal beads. Yeah, usually it's just like the plug, isn't it? Yeah. Also, those beads are pretty rigid. So, she's like, no, don't put anything up my ass, but her nose is bleeding again. So after his signature move, she presents herself to get plugged. So she gets all the beads in her. She ends up squirting just from getting the tail on. And he's, he's like, all right, time to fuck then. He starts calling her Yuki Nyan, and he wants her to meow while he's fucking her. And she's trying to be defiant. She's like, no, but then she starts, like, making out with him, and slowly her mind, her, like, thought process is just slowing down and getting more incoherent. And he starts. she starts coming, and when she comes, she just starts meowing over and over again. So she got cat ears, cat tail, and is just meowing every time she orgasms. But a new challenger approaches. Remember Yukina's sister? She's back. She walks in and is basically like, Yukina hasn't been home in a while. She's always here. What's going on? She hears meowing coming from the bathroom. She opens the door. 
to see her sister getting fucked. She now has a has a collar on. Which again, I want one. And she's just meowing. Her sister like takes her glasses off and is like, I didn't just see that. Puts them back on. So basically that hasn't become a meme yet. Right? <laughs> That's great. She just rubs her eyes and she's like, that couldn't have just happened. Just what? And then she gets a nosebleed and just like, why is my sister meowing while having sex? And then like, she like leg sweeps him. So they end up in the doggy style position. And he's like, oh, Yukina's sister, hello. And he's still like going at her while he while he's saying this. This man's commission. Not stopping now. Can't stop, won't stop. Go, we have company. <laughs> she starts choking him and trying to murder him. And Yukina pulls off her boyfriend's signature move. She licks her sister's nose, meowing and purring the whole time. And she's like, what have you what have you done to her? She's just pretending to be a cat. The bad lad did it. He got a cat girl. <laughs> he totally did. <laughs> Yukina starts crawling around her and taking her clothes off. And then um she's 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 just meowing. And she's like, Yukina, stop. What what's going on? And her boyfriend's like, oh, you want her to join. So they both start licking her boobs. And she's getting mad. But then when Yukina meows at her, it it translates in her head to, I just want you and Arashi to get along. So she's like, okay, this is what Yukina wants. So Yukina starts fingering her sister, incest time, and then spreads her sister for Arashi. Which the man does what he does best. They're on a ma- on like carpet or something in the bathroom or in the left, one of the panels. Just like, that was the whole point of them doing it in the bathroom. Why did you put something in the floor to get dirty? Yeah, you do have a good point. <laughs> like, sir. I, be- I bet the author's like, eh, this doesn't hold up, but who the fuck's gonna notice this? It's porn. I will. <laughs> Nothing gets past our panda. So he's fucking her. She's having a blast, but she hates it because she hates him. And of course, it's great because Yukina falls asleep. Like, on top of the uh, the side of the pool. And they drew her like a cat. This cat now. <laughs> she's just a cat. And she's just sleeping while her sister's getting fucked. And that would be a cat thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's not my problem now. Uh, so he comes inside her sister. Yukina's still sleeping. Hard cut to Yukina. Everyone's dressed. And Yukina remembers nothing. She's still wearing the cat ears. But she's like, why would I... Um, act as an accomplice to get my boyfriend to cheat on me. Why would I, like, egg you on? 
And that's when it's revealed, like, she has two personalities. Her normal personality and her sexy cat personality. Those are two, those are two good personalities to have. Gamer and cat girl. Oh. <laughs> my heart. So the next chapter starts with Yukina saying, No, I don't want to have sex. Surprise, surprise. I feel the cat ears are just permanent now. Yeah, she's still got the cat ears on. <laughs> It's just, it's just, it is part of who she is now. So he's like, you know, feeling her up. The controller drops to the floor and a hard cut to the bathroom where they're just fucking hardcore. And he's like, I got the day off work, so we're going to do this all day. So then she swats at him. And then page 86, she's straddling him, growling at him in her cat persona. I love this scene. Because he starts wagging his dick at her to try to get her to play with it. And like a cat, she just gets really happy and starts sucking on it. So, they start going at it again. Page 91, that's the meme that you were talking about. Where it has the Ahegao face on the very bottom of the page. Which, um, for the video version of this, it's what I'm using for the cover. Yeah. Because there's no cover to this uh, manga that I could find. So I'm like, great, what am I going to use now? So I just used a picture of that. So again, he comes inside her. Yukina's sister shows up and is like, alright, you're joining again. <laughs> Yukina like crouches like, like again, like an actual cat and then pounces on her sister. And then next thing you know, she's naked and getting fucked by them both. And with that, his sister sandwich fantasy was finally complete. And that seems to be the last of the story. So honestly, I really like this one. This one was very playful. And it was was very playful and just very uh, entertaining while being really sexy and really well drawn. It reminds me of Slice slice of Life mangas. Yeah, it's a bit slice of lifey. I also want to point out that bathroom. He actually has a bathroom with a toilet in it in the floor plans. He has a separate bathroom in the floor plans. Yeah, in the small, in the small little house thing, there's a little toilet. Like right by the kitchen. <laughs> I'm scrolling back to it. Holy shit, he does. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> But according to the floor plan, there's no door to it. I didn't even notice that. So yeah, I thought this was uh, kind of... Like, she spends most of the comic being like, I don't want to have sex, so it's by definition rape. But it, it feels yeah. really wholesome. Yeah. Wholesome rape, if you will. Uh, hmm. But again, it's it's done playfully and... There seems to be a lot of, like, emotion between them. And everyone's feeling good. Everyone's having fun. What did you think? I like the character design a lot. Character design's really great, I think. Because the girl looks like Hideyoshi? Yes. (laughs) Also, cat ears are always amazing. I mean, she looks adorable with the cat ears. I can't lie. Wasted so much in the first part of that with cat ears. Yeah, we don't get cat ears until, like, 
halfway through the manga. Hmm. Is there no door to that bathroom? I don't know, but once you see it, it kind of bothers you. <laughs> it really bothers me just to door to that. It's like, there's a toilet in there. Good luck getting to it. He's not the best with money. We also learned from that. He has two heads, but I'll give you three guesses as to which one he's thinking with. Spends way too much money on clothing and bathrooms. And cat ears and butt plugs. I don't think that's the least expensive thing he bought. I don't know, man. The the, the <laughs> string bikini costs like 20,000 yen. That's that's way too much money. Now, you, now if we're talking like blue and white horizontal striped panties, priceless. Just notice the PSP that she's playing. Just says PPP. Hey, <laughs> that's us, the yeah. Perverts Paradise Podcast. Yep. All right. So, what rating would you give this one? Four anal bee butt plugs out of out of five. Solid score. I, I I will also give it four squirting cat girls out of five. I liked it better than Secret Journey. Looking back and seeing one that was posted though. Which one? The one I just when we just read. Oh. I don't I don't like looking at what day that was po- like how what many days ago that was posted. How many years I mean. When was it posted? Uh, six years ago. But, like, it wasn't posted that long ago. 2015? Uh, uh, I don't like that. Well, six years and ten months. Alright, and I think that's gonna wrap yeah. up the podcast for today. Any final thoughts? Mm. Nah. Good. Can't give me. Alright, well, we are on Twitter? Let me just log into the Twitter real quick because I keep forgetting our actual Twitter handle. We just add pervert to podcasts. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, we we are on Twitter at Perverts Paradise Podcast. So go ahead and follow us there for more updates and such. We are also on YouTube at youtube.com slash Perverts Paradise Podcast. Um... I'm going to try to put this podcast up on Spotify, Google Plays, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. So if all goes to plan, you can find us there as well. But you have to actually upload before it'll let you say if you can. So uh, do you want to plug your Twitter, Panda? Just uh, at Moist Panda Uwu. That is U-W-U for the oo Yeah, yeah. And I don't have a Twitter for this podcast yet, but that may change. So follow us, and be sure to get updates on when the next episode goes live. And have a great night. Mm-hmm.